This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. Are you sick and tired of biased hockey talk? Then you have come to the right place. The Drop focuses on the St. Louis Blues, but we also delve into other news from around the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You were headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance Descott. Welcome back to another edition of The Drop Podcast. As always, I am your host, Lance Descott. The Craig Bay era started Wednesday night in Nashville for the Blues. The score did not show everything about this game. There are a lot of people in the media and online saying that the Blues looked the same as they had in all their previous games. No improvement. Jake Allen's terrible. He allowed three goals and all of them were his fault. We've got to get rid of Jake. This team isn't going to win any games with Jake Allen. He's a terrible goalie. All the goals are his fault. Well, I'm here to tell you that's not the case at all. This loss is not on Jake Allen. This loss is on mistakes made by other players. But people just don't seem to see that. Everything that goes behind Jake is his fault. Constantly. These people never give the guy credit when he makes a good save. Am I saying Jake Allen's the best goalie in the world? No. Am I saying Jake Allen's a top goalie in the league? No. But he's not as bad as some of you people out there that seem to think that he is. We're going to go ahead and get into the highlights. And after each goal, I'm going to explain why to you that goal was not Jake Allen's fault. Let's get to the first goal of the game. Bursting up the ice. Fiala switches over to the backhand. Curls back and hits Weber. Predators in business now. Lots of bodies in front. Here's a blast by Potato. Rebound. Goudreau. He scores! What did I say? You don't look for them to offense. And what do they do? They come out and they prove me wrong. With this shift, they come down and attack the net. Look at them battling all three guys right around that net. Freddie Goudreau, Kevin Fiala, and Salamaki battling for that puck. And Freddie Hockey keeps fighting, puts it in for a huge goal to start this game. Look at that from behind the net and he brings it back out front. one nothing Preds. Let's break this goal down. Jake made the first initial save. Gaudreau was right there, was pounding on the puck. Jake made two or three more saves. Barbashev sets there and tries to get the puck. Instead of taking Gaudreau out or taking his stick out to where he can't keep hitting at the puck, he keeps hitting at the puck along with Gaudreau. Gaudreau puts it past Jake Allen. Sorry, guys, not Jake Allen's fault. He made the first three, four saves on that. The initial went from the point, and then the next two or three when Goudreau was trying to put the puck in the net. That one's not on Jake Allen. That goal would be Frederick Goudreau's first of the year. Bieto gets his third assist. Weber gets his second assist. Six minutes, 14 seconds in. Nashville is up one to nothing. The Blues played with a lot of heart in this first period. They played like a team. I thought it was a pretty good first period for them. There were mistakes, and that's what's killed this team, and it continues to kill this team. And then the youngster, Robert Thomas, who's been working so hard. You can't say this kid does not come and play every game. He finally gets his first goal in the NHL, 12 minutes, 39 seconds in. The Blues have tied it up one each. 
Fabry was in the area. And played around, kept in by the Blues. Shen to Robert Thomas, shoots, he scores! His first NHL goal for Robert Thomas! And the Blues have tied the game at one! Holy jumping, what a snapshot that was! The former first rounder has had many, many good chances, and this is a nice feeling going by that bench and leading the charge for his first high fives with the St. Louis Blues and his first National Hockey League goal. A turnover by the Nashville Predators inside their blue line. Good read by Shen, and there's two choices for Thomas. Play it over towards Robbie Fabry, who also scored a goal. And he scored a goal in his first NHL game. It was a game-winning goal, and now Robert the Thomas has got the game tire. Just a beautiful goal by Thomas. Beats Pecorine, one of the best goalies in the league, cleanly. I don't think Pecorini knew where that shot was going. Thomas gets his first goal in the NHL. Shin gets his seventh assist. We are tied up at one each. Rest of the first period was back and forth. The Blues actually outshot Nashville 10 to 7. I'm wanting the same effort in the second period coming up that the Blues gave in the first. And you know what? For the most part, they did. I'm not going to lie to you. This team is still making mistakes. But they look like a cohesive unit in this game. You guys can say what you want to that they still look the same. And I'm normally not this passionate about this, but I'm just getting tired of it. I know everybody's disappointed in them losing. I know that. The Blues would get a power play in the second period. Another bad mistake by the Blues, and Philip Forsberg goes in alone against Jake Allen and puts it past him for a shorthanded goal to make it 2-1. to one. Now Fabry has it stolen. Here comes Forsberg shorthanded. Forsberg on the breakaway. He scores! Philip Forsberg continues to terrorize the St. Louis Blues. And he's given the Predators the lead back 2-1. to one. This is a weak play here by Fabry. He's fading away. He can't get a lot on that pass. Philip reads that. He anticipates that pass, and he's going to cut that off. And how often Philip doesn't miss often when he does that shot. He's got it right over that pad, out of reach of Jake Allen's glove on the inside of that left post. Okay, now let's break this one down. A lot of people online blaming Jake Allen. We've got a goalie that can't stop a breakaway. The Blues need Jake to make that save. Yeah, it'd be great if he did. But you know what the Blues need? The Blues need Robbie Fabry to pay attention to what the hell he's doing. I love Robbie Fabry. But in that instance, you cannot make that soft pass. You have to be able to see Philip Forsberg. You have to. Robbie Fabry made a huge mistake. Forsberg comes down on his own. And as you've heard, and as you, I hope you know, Forsberg is one of the top scorers in the league. And when he's on a breakaway, not many goalies are going to stop him. In fact, I would venture to say that unless he makes the mistake, most goalies are not going to stop him. Another point, the puck was rolling. It was on its side. And I'm hearing a lot of comments, because I made a comment on Twitter, that the reason Jake didn't know where that puck was going and didn't react quickly is that that puck was on its side. My point is, if you've never played goalie or if you've never played organized hockey for a long time, and mainly if you've never played goalie, you don't know what that's like. I do. When that puck is on a guy's stick and it's, it's sideways like that, and it's kind of spinning a little bit, you really don't know where that puck is going. You have a general idea, but a lot of times you're going to get beaten on that. You're going to get beaten or the guy's going to shoot it wide because the puck is out of control. 
but a guy like Philip Forsberg is not going to shoot it wide most of the time. It was just a beautiful interception by Philip Forsberg. You've got to give the guy that. He made a great play. Robbie Fabry made a shitty play. That was a shorthanded goal by Philip Forsberg, his 14th goal of the year. Of course, it was unassisted. That is, unless you want to give Robbie Fabry the assist. Second period, Nashville outshot the Blues 14-9, and they probably did play a little bit better than the Blues. The Blues are still in this game at this point, 2-1. Going into the third, we need more effort. We need the same effort without the mistakes. Would we get that? No, we would not. Mistake after mistake after mistake. Seven minutes, 53 seconds in, Austin Watson gets his first goal of the year to make it 3-1. to Potato floats it in. Allen will keep it moving. It comes to Watson. He sends it on. Now scores! The Predators' fourth line tallies for the second time tonight. And Austin Watson has his first goal of the year. You want a team that's deep? We got one more fourth line contributions for the Nashville Predators tonight. Just relentless. Anthony Potato gets it in. The guys hunt down the puck. Great position. Austin Watson puck to the net. And it goes off. Shoshkinov there. And look at the excitement there. Get that first one of the year. Soshnikov is caught in no man's land. Don't know what he was doing just standing there. Don't know why he felt it necessary to stick his stick out and deflect that puck over Jake Allen. But of course, everybody says that's Jake Allen's fault. Although there were mistakes, this team played like a team. Jake Allen played well in my mind. The first goal, Barbashev didn't take the man or try to take the stick away from Goudreau. Second goal, bad pass by Fabry, breakaway Philip Forsberg, one of the top scorers in the league. Third goal, Soshnikov puts his stick out in front of Austin Watson and it goes off his stick and over Jake Allen. Watch Jake Allen before it went off his stick. He had the angle. He came out of his net and probably would have stopped that puck and we'd still be 2-1. to one. The Blues would pull the goaltender with around five minutes left, but it would do no good. They couldn't keep the puck in. The Predators get a shorthanded empty net goal to ice the game at 4-1. to one. Now let's go ahead and get into the stats of the game. Shots on goal for the Blues, 29. Predators had 34. Face-offs, 47% for the Blues, 53% for the Predators. The Blues had four power play opportunities. The Predators had three, but neither team could convert on any power play. Hits the Blues had 16, the Predators 18. The Blues blocked nine shots, the Predators blocked 14. Predators had 11 giveaways, and the Blues had nine. Let's go ahead and get into the post-game interviews, where, of course, we're going to hear from a couple players, Shin, Petrangelo, and Robert Thomas, who had his first goal in the NHL. And then, of course, interim coach Craig Berube gives his thoughts on this loss. Uh, obviously, the mistakes happened, and uh, it happened there. And um, you know, we still played hard. We competed. We didn't really, um, you know, make us uh, you know, didn't let us down that much. Really, we still kept on fighting and competing, and and trying to get that second goal. And we weren't just uh, able to do it. We had some chances tonight. Uh, we competed hard. We worked hard. Um, you know, brought some emotion to the game, some passion to the game. If we do that for uh, the next 60 games here, um, you know, we're going to like like the results on most nights, and, and tonight just wasn't one of them. 
The rivalry really showed through tonight, a physical game, uh, uh, and you guys got to play them again Friday, so that should be interesting. Huh? I think both teams know that. Um, you know, uh, they play hard, they compete hard, and uh, you know, we felt uh, you know we matched that. There's uh, emotion in the game. Um, you know, uh, brought some 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 fire and fire in our belly to the game. You know, really bringing bringing emotion and and um, you know playing for one another. And uh, like we said, uh, if we do that for uh, the next sixty, uh, we'll like the results on those nights. When you fans are not going to see it, they're going to see it as another loss, obviously. But did you see anything in the game tonight to, that feels you know you've got a you've got a building block to something to start? Yeah, with. we got the passion back. I mean, it was in one of the more intense games we've had in a while, and I think that started with uh, with our work ethic. I think. We put that in, especially uh, there in the second half of the game. We did a lot in sports there in the beginning. But again, you got to fight a way to win hockey games. It's, it's reality. We're, we're in the situation now where we need to get points. And um, right now, not getting a point isn't good enough. Yeah, I mean, uh, Shannon made a great play keeping it in there and was able to find me. And then, um, you know, I was kind of looking around because uh, I knew Rene was c creeping over to me. And, uh, you know, just shot it and, and found the far side. I'm sure you'd like to do it in a win, but just nice to get that first one out of the way with some of the some of the chances that you have had. Yeah, yeah, definitely nice to get out of the way. Uh, I thought it just just helped me keep building my game throughout the throughout the game there. But uh, yeah, like you said, wish it wish it would have been for a win, but um, yeah. The compete level was there. It may not have showed in the results, but did you see compete tonight? Yeah, I, I did. I um, thought it was a hard game. I thought we competed, you know, for 60 minutes and uh, just didn't get the result. But, you know, we got to do a better job of, um, you know, screening goalies and getting some dirty goals around the net. So um, we got to get better in that area. Was it a perfect example of their first goal, of how they executed yeah, that? Exact, yeah, for sure. And um, on that first goal, we got to be harder at our net. Power plays now like oh some like over twenty. How do you how do you get that going again? Well, you you don't you don't pass it around. You got to simplify and shoot pucks and again get to the net. Uh, I thought we passed up opportunities to get the puck there tonight and um, kept it on the outside too much. Sorry. Simpler approach rather than trying to get simpler the simpler approach. But I mean we got to we got to work on it too. Hey, yeah, I mean we haven't scored. What have we got? Two goals and I don't know, like number of periods. So I thought it was a good opportunity to try to get one. You talked about the guys gaining confidence, but when some of the mistakes wind up in the net, is is it tough to to build the it confidence? It is, but I thought our guys stayed with it though. They um, what I saw was that they stayed with it and kept working. It was a uh, a physical game. Did it look like you guys were up to the challenge there? Yeah, I thought it was a physical game, and I thought we matched that all night. Is Robert Thomas just grabbing every opportunity you're giving him right now? Well, he's he's a heck of a player. I mean, he's got some he's got some really good skill and vision. Have a chance of getting the injured guys back Friday? Could be. I'm not sure yet. Now I'm sure most of you can tell that I'm pretty heated about how a lot of people feel about how this team played. Do the Blues need to improve? Yes. They do. They need to cut down on those mistakes that cost them goals last night. The breakaway, the bad pass by Fabry, the stick out by Soshnikov in no man's land when he should have been taking a player and not just standing there. Barbashev not having the ability to push the guy away from the puck or take the stick away from him. That cost him three goals. Am I passionate in my opinion about the fact that Jake Allen was not the reason the Blues lost? Yes, I am. 
If Jake Allen plays bad, by all means, say he played bad. But all year long, when the defense lets him down, when other teams put players in front of the net and we don't push them out of the net, when guys have pucks go off of them, i.e. Bowmeister, when guys make a bad pass in front of the net to try to get out of their end, when guys give up the puck on breakaways, some of you still see that as Jake Allen's fault. And it just baffles me. I, I don't understand it. I understand you're upset they lost. But the effort was there. This team played much better, regardless of the score. The mistakes are terrible. Yes, they are. But between those mistakes, there was a much better effort in this game. And I'm just baffled that people can't see that. They see the score. They see goals allowed. And the loss is Jake Allen's fault. That narrative's getting really old in my mind. And maybe I'm taking it personally because I was a goalie at one time. People are upset about the blue season. I get that. You've got every right to be upset about the season. But to blame all these losses on Jake Allen is ridiculous. And people that do that, I'm sorry, you're wrong. You are totally wrong. Are some of the losses Jake's fault? Oh, yes, they are. There's a lot of games he's played and he's lost that are not his fault, including this one. So the Blues have the second of their back-to-back -back game against the Predators tomorrow night. If this team plays like they did Wednesday night and cuts down on the mistakes, they're going to be in this game. They're going to have a chance to win it. And even besides the mistakes, after two periods, they were only down by a goal. I thought progress was made. I agree with the players that some progress was made. I also agree with the players that it wasn't quite good enough that they need to cut down on the mistakes. That's got to be done. I've stood in the background, and yeah, I know that I've kind of stood up for Jake Allen from time to time, but I've also said when he's been bad. Enough about Jake Allen. I'm getting off my soapbox. When a guy plays well and loses and people trash him, I'm going to stand up for him. I would stand up for any player that played well, but something bad happened due to another player's mistake. That's all the time I have for this episode of The Drop. Join me next time for the second of the back-to-back -back games against the Predators. I'm looking forward to a win. I think the Blues got it in them. If they play like they did Wednesday night, as I said, this should be a good game. Let's bring a win to the home fans. Until next time, stay healthy, stay happy, and let's go Blues. Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance Descott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go Blues! This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.